we are reacting to this huge update. We are talking about these improvements to Blitz and reactions to the rumors, all that and more on your Marvel Strike Force weekly news update. And if you're ready for it, my brother, Tony Scangili, tell him what to do. Keep on ignoring Blitz. Valley flying. What is up, Valley Maniacs? Valley Flight here. I am back, and I am joined by my brother, Tony Scuncheli, for your Marvel Strike Force Weekly News Update. Tony, what is up, brother? You are back. Um, yeah, you keep finding me doing nothing all the time, so I'm going to keep <laughs> showing up until the army of Valley Maniacs take me out. No, no, no. Well, no, they, they may not have liked your audio, but I did want to bring you back because both times I've had you on and, and last week and we, we've kind of caught it in the middle. There's been some audio issues that have been my fault. So I wanted to have you back. Hopefully we got a technically sound production today. Uh, hopefully the content matches the technically sound production and we can talk about all of the stuff in Marvel Strike Force, brother. There have been some big things happening. Uh, obviously everything surrounding this update. Uh, we got some rumors. We got some characters and uh, some big improvements to Blitz. Uh, oh, but first... Exciting. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be a big one. It's a fun one. But first, let's let's start with the uh, with the update. Uh, the update itself, update four point three was released. A lot of different things. We're gonna get to a lot of these things individually. But what is your overall impression of this update? Kind of where I thought it was gonna be. It was a huge update with a lot of changes. They added content to the game. They added resources that we were looking for. They added a whole bunch of reworks to characters. Some were phenomenal, some were not so much. We're getting a whole bunch of new characters for people interested in that. It, it, big patches come with a degree of bugs, but overall, I think this is a very big and good update for the game, so I'm very happy with it. But again, with some of the bugs, We'll, we'll get to the bugs. We'll get to the bugs. There were a lot of them. I don't know if there were any like super game breaking bugs, uh, at least on the big scale. But oh, I see your face. Maybe there are. We'll get to them. But uh, what was your favorite part of this update, just on a personal level? Uh, my favorite part happened to be using the Avengers to beat the final three nodes of the Doom campaign. <laughs> okay. Like that was that was a moment. I was like, I never would have thought this. I never thought I could do this. And then, of course, today in Gamma, using the Avengers to beat the first couple of nodes on the outside lane. I was like, they could be used now? What? <laughs> it's so fun. I, I th that has yeah. to be my favorite part as well. I mean, if we want to get super specific, probably the Hulk rework. But that whole Avengers, making them usable, making them a fun team again in the game. Uh, you know, they're not the meta team. They're not the best team in the game. But they're fun and they're usable. And you can use them in so many different areas of this game. I, I, that that just makes me happy as well. So this, I, all in all, I'm happy with this update. But like you said, brother, it comes with it came with some bugs. Let, let's talk about these bugs here. It wouldn't be an MSF update without bugs. It, it, no matter how uh, positive we feel about this update, but like I said before, not not a lot of them too game breaking. Most of them seem like visual bugs. There's an issue with save squads that's currently going on uh, in raids and in blitz that make your teams appear that they're not uh, don't have full health. Uh, there's some big visual bugs going on with Beast right now. I think they fixed one and some something else is happening. Some bugs that they know about with Dr. Doom, but um, yeah, it, he's not even a game yet. And um, 
Anyway, we, we could go on. First battle, uh, there's an issue with that not matchmaking, uh, not correctly matching with other players. Uh, it looked like that uh, may have been fixed because I know you were uh, using that a little earlier. Uh, issue yeah. with Captain America, some of his stats on his roster screen not showing. Apparently, this is just a visual bug, so not really uh, affecting too much as far as the gameplay, uh, daily all clear rewards. A lot of people weren't getting the, I guess, uh, maybe not a lot of people. Most people were not getting their ABCs, SBCs, if they already have a seven-star Wolverine. But I think they already sent out compensation for that. So that was another one. Uh, the Cataclysm, the... They're still working on uh, the nodes that we're supposed to give three times the shards a couple weeks ago. Uh, gave two times, so they're trying to figure that out. And then Supply Store... Uh, they, they are fixing some issues with the supply store. I guess uh, if you have more than 99, it says 99 plus. They're trying to fix it so that if it says uh, it's going to 9,999. So that is that is uh, in their fix. All right. So that is the bug update. What is your reaction to all of these bugs? Some some very minor and some uh, a lot of visual bugs, it seems like, with this update. <laughs> um, <laughs> at some point, you know... <laughs> the audio still doesn't work. You know, like, at what point are, is, are you like, oh, no, surprise, a new bug in Marvel Strike Force. Like, <laughs> it, we, it's just become easy to accept the fact that some things just aren't going to work when a patch comes out. We just kind of cross our fingers and hope it's not game-breaking. Uh, the A lot of it's <laughs> weird flexes, too. Like, why did they decide to show 999 on the quick screen? They added this amazing quality of life feature so you could just see it. Like, oh, look, this is how much I have. I don't have to click to see it. And then they're like, no, no, no. You only need to know if you have over a thousand. Having yeah, that sure, extra number on the screen was taking them too many resources of their servers. Just, I mean, give yeah, them yeah, a break. I mean, they can't the handle all those numbers, dude. <laughs> those poor hamsters are running their heart off <laughs> to tell us how many SBCs we don't have anymore. Uh, <laughs> but, I, you know, there's, there's, a, it's weird too. Like, there's, there's, bugs and then there's like weird changes that they're making and it's like why would you do that I, I don't know i don't like i said if it's not actively breaking the game and some things might be but it, we don't know yet but if it's not actively breaking the game like black bolt or black bolt or black bolt <laughs> um or black bolt i didn't know if i mentioned him before you know hey, like is, then, that that, is that that brand new character or is that character yeah. is that is this is, is this it just came out last January. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So they've only had uh, only a few months to fix it. I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. You know. For, for the record, Scopely is now hiring QA. Just just point that out. They had a nice. Job Yay! Yay! But you guys, We're go ahead and apply. Late sound cue. Finally, yeah. guys. You could do QA for this game. <laughs> All right, and let's talk about Swarm. We we saw his kit last week. And he he's he's kind of been released in the game so far for uh, people that wanted to get his offer, check him out. Have you checked him out? And if so, what are your first hand thoughts on this character? Uh, I have not bought Swarm. Oh, I guess uh, not much has changed since last week. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've seen people have him. I've talked with some people that bought him and like brought him up a little bit. And um, you know, when it comes to campaign characters unless they're truly game-breaking characters or there's some kind of whispers about them being necessary for like a legendary unlock i i'm not gonna go i'm not gonna give them 24.99 like i'll get a three or four star swarm through the campaign without 
any real major effort. Mm -hmm. So why would I give them money to unlock him a little bit earlier? There's characters like Zemo coming up where, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll give him some cash, but Swarm already kind of looks a little bit lackluster, especially outside of the Sinister Six team. I could find some uses for him, but since he, he kind of falls in that beast category for me where he doesn't really offer me anything right now, and even if he does and I happen to be wrong, I think a four-star version of him is more than adequate than comparatively to like a five star that I would have got if I made a purchase or something. So I don't know. I've seen him be used. He looks okay, I guess. But again, we don't have Doc Ock yet. Doc Ock is kind of really important for what he does. Yeah. So I think I'll skip this one and just kind of see how the chips lie. So based on some of the uh, footage you've seen and some of the uh, testing that other people have done and uh, giving you feedback for, uh, is he still off of your main Sinister Six team that you're theory crafting? Uh, kind of. I'm, I still actually like him more uh, with Green Goblin on the symbiotes. Okay. Uh, which is kind of silly, I think, off the top of your head. But like, considering that I'm pulling off, you know, technically two characters from that team because you got to make room for Electro and Doc Ock. Yeah. Um, I think Green Goblin, well, if you kind of have to look at the kits and I don't want to go into detail, but Green Goblin, whenever a Spider-Verse character takes a turn, he, you know, they rip a buff off the character and Swarm offers a bunch of debuffs that normally wouldn't matter. So I look at that as like a war offense team, the three symbiotes plus Swarm and Green Goblin, mm. maybe able to kind of beat up on some of the meta teams. I have no way to test that right now because Ooh. I don't have Swarm, but I might give some shots in against some of the harder to beat teams uh, in the meta. Sounds interesting. That sounds inter interesting. I, I I do have the character. I didn't. Uh, I I think I'm gonna try to test that in in, in the next war. That's uh, that that we we can experiment. That we're yeah. they're getting crushed or crushing the opponent to test out a few things with that uh, team. So, sounds interesting. But uh, speaking speaking of him, he has an event coming up. Mm -hmm. A rogue agent is a trait that's required to enter his event. And if we go into the roster here. Are, are there any particular rogue agent combos that uh, you think newer players should be focused on? I mean, we got a lot of good characters here with that rogue agent tag. Is there, is there anything that, uh, is there any characters that uh, newer players probably have that they should be uh, looking to target for using in this event? So specifically for newer players, right? Like obviously if you have an access that you and I have, we can be like Ghost Rider and Proxima. Just, just, like yeah, just, just throw in your, just throw in the highest collection power and you could probably auto yeah, it. But but fun. for newer players that don't have that, haven't been playing as long. Punisher stands out as he's a character you get really early and probably have some level of investment in. Um, I, I don't really look for characters in like Moro. Taskmaster. We're gonna ignore any of those characters that are currently inaccessible. Uh, Yandu is a character you may have been working on to unlock Star Wars, and there are a handful of Sinister Six characters available here, which, depending on how early in the game you are, you've probably been working on a number of them just to be able to unlock both Shuri and uh, Invisible Woman. Mm -hmm. So th there's a good core group of characters you could use if you just have, like, you don't have to go out of your way to start farming like Korath or, or Mordo if you haven't already to get them on, but there, there's a wide pool of characters you can use and with the the ones that aren't farmable you know killmonger if you happen to have a killmonger he'd be pretty good at it. he has self-sustained he does pretty decent damage uh he's a merc he has another tag but i always forget what it is uh 
Wolverine is a character you all have. You know what I mean? Like everyone has Wolverine. So I see, I see a lot of characters that unlock legendaries. Like I'm, I'm seeing a lot of villain mystic controllers. You see some mutants on here. Yeah. So the, the newer players this, look like they have some options here. Yeah. And, and like I said, between the fact that there's a bunch of characters you can use to unlock early game legendaries, the fact that there's a bunch of characters that in general, you may have a carnage and venom punisher, um, I, Ghost Rider, maybe, you know. I don't necessarily think I would bring in Scientist Supreme and Amos Salter on that because neither of them really stand out. And I haven't seen Graviton on this list, so I'm going to assume the best member of the you don't, You don't want to bring in the riskiest character in to uh, know that you have to try to three-star? That, no, that doesn't I want sound all appealing. my team to have offense down and defense down. Oh, I, yeah. Don't you? It's called Challenge Valley. Maybe you should try it sometime. <laughs> And we both talked about this as uh, our favorite part of this update, the Avengers rework. I just like being able to use them. I like that Hulk is kind of scary now. Uh, what what are you what are your thoughts on the Avengers, the hype, and where are you seeing them being used? Other than just some of the campaigns, like you previously mentioned, mm, I'm seeing a lot of them on war defenses, and okay. that's a great place for them. That's uh, they. They do very well. They're not hard to beat, but depending on what type of war you're playing, sometimes it's about taxing. Sometimes it's about making your opponents use good teams. So I see an Avengers team and I'm I, I like I just use the Fantastic Four against them. You know, like a team that I know is going to win. Yeah. And if if that if that's the kind of respect that I'm currently showing to this team then they've done a great job on war defense. I've heard some people can use them on war offense with key fifth characters like Ultron uh, or Thor. Thor, Thor yeah, which means splitting yeah, the Asgardians. Is, so, you know. You know, if you, if you don't have enough teams, if you don't have a lot of offense teams, like it's absolutely correct to use war, to use Thor on offense. You know, you don't want to place like the Asgardians on defense if you're only able to do like two or three attacks oh, and, and definitely if you don't have the as guardians you know that's yeah, awesome exactly, awesome awesome know. team to build for new players as well so it's just the, yeah I, I like another that. reason to love this team well the, it, one of the things i like the most about the team i don't remember if i said it last time we talked but i like the fact that it's it's not like a team that you you build forever it's one mm. of those teams where like so you don't have the Asgardians, but you have Thor. You don't have the power armor, but you unlocked Iron Man with these characters. Like, by all means, like, use them together, and then you just replace them. You know, like, yo, yeah. okay, well, Iron Man now has his own home. It's really good as, like, an educational practice for, for people to learn a little bit more about team building. So the Avengers rework is a little bit more than just, like, making a useless team useful. It's now, like... Oh, okay. I can use the Avengers early and then kind of audible off of them. Mm. I don't want anyone doing like what I see the mistakes people making with like defenders and aim, which is this is the only team I'm ever going to work on. They're going to be great because they're not going to do that. But they have that great value that lets you know, like you can use these characters now and then you can kind of start peeling mm. off and splitting off characters as you build out a wider and, and, and better roster. That yeah. Kind of thing. That's, that's a good point. I thought it from a farming standpoint, but from a team building standpoint, learning a game that does the that does do some good things for newer players as well.
All right, and we talked about this a little. First battle, balance draft. Uh, I guess it wasn't working properly, but I think it is working properly now. I'm going to defer to you on this one. I have not used this uh, to find players. The only players I've uh, played was people that I that have added on my contacts list. What are, what are your feelings on this uh, verse battle matchups that uh, we that we currently have in the game? So the positive is it's balance draft, right? The positive yes. is yes. that you don't actually have to have any major crazy investment to do it. You just do it. You know, like yeah. you go in with the characters that you have at gear tier nine, yeah. they all get scaled up and it's a fair across it, the board fight. Let me it's just uh, for balance draft. It's just having that character unlocked and having them at tier nine. Is there any other requirements to get them available in balance unlocked draft? Unlocked gear tier nine, okay. uh, level 60 or 65. I don't remember the, the okay. last thing. I think they need to be at least 60 or 65. One of those okay. two that okay. I, I don't remember. All right. Uh, I could be wrong, but. but there I, is I a, the, a minimum level for level and a minimum level for gear. And then, but then the, the bad thing about it is that anyone can queue for it. So you might be a relatively earlier game player than me. Uh, and then you enter a queue because you're like, I'm going to try out PVP stuffs. And then you have one or two legendary characters and you now have to ban you know, Phoenix and Black Bolt from my roster, which is what I saw. I, I went into fights and I would go into somebody whose roster had maybe the bare minimum for PvP matchmaking, 16 okay. or 20 characters. Kind total. of like they're using the same matchmaking system as War. Uh, I don't, I, I can't imagine it, there is technically a matchmaking system, right? Because there's almost no way they can control, like, they can, they can do matchmaking based on TCP, but that's kind of irrelevant in balanced draft. Uh, and then if they do matchmaking based on depth of roster, then y like that's even weirder and harder to do. Like, oh, do you have these characters unlocked? No. Maybe what they could do for matchmaking is kind of just show, like put people in a tier based on number of characters available. Mm -hmm. So like for my example, there's 141 characters current, well, 42 with Swarm, currently available in the game of which I have all of them. Mm -hmm. So... Maybe that would be like, oh, this guy has access to literally every character in the game. Whereas somebody else might have a hundred characters in the game and you may want to pair that person with somebody who also only has about a hundred characters or so on, so on, et cetera. You know, like that might be a kind of matchmaking because I, I went up against the guy today and he started trying to build a defenders team. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not judging him because he clearly is playing the game at a level where he's still enjoying using the defenders but in pvp like i'm just gonna take punisher off and then you're going to lose like i you know like you do not get damage and now i win with Wait, whatever actual this, game this confuses me because your, your match very high and with some of the with a very low roster it does sound a lot like the war matchmaking system <laughs> No, 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 no. It's, it's different. It's different. You're also, yes, because it's oh. only screwing you, not 23 other people. Got it. Okay. You're right. You're right. It's totally different. The war matchmaking system. <laughs> Until they add rewards to it, I, whatever. Like, I understand that, like, it's fun. And I understand some people just love the, the pure concept of PvP, but I don't get out of bed unless I get something for it. So, like, if, 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 pvp matchmaking if there are tournaments if there's something you get if there's currency or a reward achievements for, achievements for doing yeah, x amount of battles for you know? pvp anything i'll be like no okay i'll do uh, it but like 
just to do it. Uh, weekly so login rewards you, you play in this game, right? Maybe adding like weekly login rewards, you know, maybe, you know, in addition to dailies, you, you play five PVP battles per week, you get a login reward of training mats or something like that. I mean, something's coming, Just to right? play it. There's play no it. way they release a brand new game mode like this into the game and don't have any plans on monetizing it. Like, they, <laughs> they, you know, like, this is not what, that's not what happens. So, and there's plenty of ways to monetize this kind of thing. You could buy a battle pass, you could uh, buy, you can incentivize people to bring more characters up to gear tier nine, which inherently comes with its own ex expenses to it. There's, um, you know, uh, they can make it balanced and then true or natural draft where you have to use powers so people are more incentivized to invest in characters. Or there's just, plenty of different ways, or, but until or there's a even, Or just something simple like enhancing their current monetization method of people wanting to play with the new characters in the balanced draft, so. Hey, I, I want to buy this new character and more people are going to want to buy it because, hey, hey, there's more of an incentive to play this mode now and try that character out at max if level, I, at max level. If I wanted to spend more time in this game, I wouldn't click auto on nodes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like if I wanted, if I was just like, man, I really need to play more. I would just do the notes. I would like that cost energy. I would just wouldn't click auto. You know, I don't need another thing to, to twiddle my thumbs in while I play the game. I, I agree with you. I think most players, I think most players agree with you. And that, that might be while it is fun, but it, it hasn't really caught on with, you know, the majority of the player base. It's not, when I make a video on PVP, it gets lower views than any other type of video I make. So it, it hasn't really caught on is, is what I'm seeing. All right, Doom War, the big campaign, the new content that came to the game, uh, skill gear, bio gear, a bunch of mini uniques, new farmable characters. What I liked about this a lot uh, when we talked about this uh, last week was that it opens up more campaigns, not just adding chapters to Nexus or Cosmic, adding new, totally new campaigns with totally new themes. I, I like this. I like what they've added. Um, the difficulty, I like that it was difficult. What, what are your thoughts on this whole Doom War campaign? telling you man seeing new content makes me happy my two big takeaways from this uh this doom campaign is the ability to farm gear that's relevant in the end game and the ability to start using additional characters that otherwise i might not have paid too much attention to now sometimes you invest in characters and you don't use them sometimes you don't invest in characters because you don't use it ultimately like this gave us an opportunity to use characters outside uh, and keeping in mind that much like the Hero 7 and Villain 7 one and etc. Like this is not stuff, this is not the goal. This is something you grow into as time progresses. So no one should be looking at this like, oh no, I need to get to, uh, I need to bring up my shield slash wave one Avengers and Fantastic Four in order to be able to cle clear this as fast as possible. Like, yeah, if your priority is unlocking Doc Ock eventually, maybe, but ultimately, like this is an end game content for end game players or people just entering the end game to be able to farm more and more resources with a little bit of accessibility to people who are just, you know, happen to be hitting level 70, kind of progressing through. It's not a race, you know, don't don't run as hard as you can to get here, but it gives you something to work on that helps you grow your roster with mini uniques, with additional drops of, you know, skill gear or uh, bio, know, there's bio, there's bio, there's oh. bio. Oh, no, I just said skill gear in general. Oh, but there is bio. Yeah. There's bio. We we yeah, were wondering the about one? that yeah, last yeah. week. We we were. 
<laughs> you, you thought of the yeah. horror that it would be all skill, but there is bio. All we got skill. some mutant. We we got a little bit of everything. I like I like I like what they added here. And we're gonna get more as they add as they've confirmed they're gonna add more campaigns. Yes. So this I I, I totally agree with you what you were saying. This is meant for newer players, and this is I mean not new players, end game players, and this is the type of uh, stuff that end game players want to be farming. These mini uniques, getting prepared for uh, Dark Dimension Four, getting Doctor Doom, uh, some of these later game characters, you know, to get um, Doctor Octopus. Uh, I like it. I like it. And and, and one more chapters one other coming. Note. Yes. One other uh, note. Negative? Uh, is it Don't a negative? Don't get used to seeing Thor there. Really? Do not get used to seeing Thor there. Oh, do not. Wink, okay. Wink. I, I thought you yeah. had new information from, from last no, 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 week. No, no, okay. no. Wink, wink. <laughs> nudge, nudge. That's temporary. Yes. Kind of like rescue. Rescue. As soon as his, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, why? I just, uh, yeah, he's going to get that rescue treatment. Uh, speculate in the comments who you think is coming to this node, guys. All right, Beast is moving through the rotation uh, this week. Uh, this past week got added to the Ultimus or Basic Premium Mega. And as a result, I like that they keep doing the Sabertooth removed from the Mega Orb. By the time they add all these characters, I think we're going to have a pretty nice Mega Orb. What, what are you thinking of uh, how they keep removing these characters and... Uh, Cycling these characters through pretty quick. Beast seems like it just was released a couple weeks ago. Uh, this is them keeping their word. You know, after Fix MSF and everything, this is them saying, like, we're, we're paying attention to you. We're making characters more accessible quicker. Now, obviously, it's not farmable. It's not the perfect scenario. But as they're updating the Mega Orbs, as they're allowing you the chance of pulling them out of things like Premium Orbs or Ultimus Orbs, there's there it's easier to accidentally come across characters and we can you know we can talk about it the last six months how it's been getting better and better but going back over a year you know if a character we never knew when the character would be available the yeah. character would be available when they were available we just accepted it and moved on now that we see like beast is is going to be you know he's in this we, we kind of see a timetable you know usually the characters are placed in the orbs within about a month of their initial release mm -hmm. and then about a month later they find some way to become farmable that's not hopefully, true everybody, hopefully i think that's, that's nice the plan that. yeah but and, yeah this, this is the first step this campaigns. is the first step yeah i'm a little salty about Sabretooth being taken out not for me personally but more along the lines of Sabretooth is a relatively harder farm than some of the other characters raid, raid in the store? raid store is he raid or raid store. raid he's raid and since they haven't added a second row of raid characters, they're going to add one when they bring Cyclops <laughs> in, I think. We'll talk about that later. One. One. But, yes. Yeah, one. Un. Uh, you know, I, I don't... You know, like, yeah, that's cool, but Sabretooth... Like, if you were a newer player and you opened a Mega Orb and got 50 or 100 Sabretooth, that means that, like, you're progressing meaningfully towards... You know, yeah. Magneto Unlock or think, two completely unique teams. I don't so think they're weird looking on the choice, at that. But other than that... They're just looking at the characters, though. I mean, Thanos, yeah. Thanos, Thanos. Uh, some some people were uh, a little mad that they removed that for newer players for uh, characters, but Thanos is the older character. I think they're just going by date. And Sabretooth yeah. came out sometime in year one. So, and as was, much uh, as it November. sucks for newer players, it's just, I think they're they, they're not even taking that into account. These things are just oh, he's old, he's coming out, which is technically fine. You know, like like a mega orb should feel mega. Like the premium orbs, we already talk about it all the time. Premium <laughs> orbs don't feel premium. You know, like premium orbs feel like 
incredibly lackluster. Minion so soup, Mega Orb should feel mega. Yeah. And getting 50 character 50 shards of one of the newest characters does inherently feel better than getting 50 shards of somebody that you know you you can technically farm so yeah, agreed if it had to be somebody i wish it wasn't Sabretooth, but like i'm not gonna cry about it you know yeah. all right and we talked about the cycling characters through the mega orbs we we are regarded and just the orbs in general they look like they're cycling characters a little quicker through the elite store. I know with the red star changes, the 2.0 that happened, one of the big criticisms was that newer characters aren't in the elite store right away on day one. Uh, they said they want to try to make them uh, available when they're farmable, but it looks like they are making them sooner because uh, they, they, they are constantly adding these characters to the elite store. Uh, do you feel that uh, this this is a good thing that they're adding these, or would you like them to wait a little bit longer um, just to make them a little more exclusive? Let's be honest. They, they didn't prevent them from being placed into the Red Star store for any other reason than to try to sell more Red Star Orbs. Right? I like, was just trying to play devil's advocate. I, 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 I can't think were. of a good reason either. I know you, know? you were, and I'm just not letting you <laughs> right. on your show. No, I, I, I get it. You know, they, they their goal is like, you're gonna buy more Red Stars while the boosted drop rate is up. Uh, and and that, you know what? They're a business. They have every right to do that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, a couple of people have this opinion and I actually share it. I listen, let people buy up to like four reds the day it comes out. Maybe you can add the five, six, and seven potential drops later. You know, the the really big ones. But ultimately most players, they they when a character comes out, they're trying to get some red stars on them. Especially yeah. if you're just gonna get a two or three star version of that character. You, you know, a five or seven would be great. You know, I know a friend of mine just pulled a seven red star beast. He's Ooh. like, what do I do? I'm like, buy him. You know, like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, spend money, <laughs> you know, open premium orbs or mega orbs, you know. Um, I I don't like the, the idea of it. So I don't think the exclusivity of red stars benefits the player base as, on a whole. I think that they did a great thing by allowing, by giving an amount of red promotion credits I think that they've increased the amount of drop rates, so still not great, but it's better than it was, and it's kind of helpful to all the players. They get more promotion credits, they get more high red stars at Elite Fours yeah. through opening with the stuff they can. I, I was always against the idea of just being like, they're not going to be in the purchasable store because the people who are willing to spend money are also going to spend money. Like, yeah. all you've done is stretch the amount of money, you know? So now somebody who would normally just buy those promotion credits and buy red stars is 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 kind of like feeling a little salty because now that they have to wait and whatever they don't happen to get on the character they want uh just bad luck I yeah i assume so it just feels dirty but well i mean I, I don't think anybody i mean like you said this is really not in the benefit of anybody to have it like this um but only fox mix huh slash scopely I, yeah, I guess I guess them, but uh, it is moving a little quicker than they originally proposed. You know, they said when it was farmable, so I do like that they're moving quicker yeah. than that. Obviously, if they would move quicker than they are moving with this, even better. But you know, or what it's it is. I'm happy to see these characters. You know, like yeah. I'm happy to see them available in the store this quickly because it gives me hope. I imagine that within the next, because this came out what 8:20, it's the 5th, 25th at the time of this video. Yeah. Uh, so I imagine that within the next 
three weeks, we're going to see the availability to purchase like Emma and, and, you know. Oh, I, I even forgot that. about them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, like Emma was the one I cut like, because Emma came out. The oh, they said they beat, said they said when the when they said as soon as the um, promotion calendar is over, she'll be available. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and, so and they're, they're are, holding off on her for a reason, so they can extend this promotion, so people have to keep logging in. You know, we got some improvements to Blitz. So awesome. <laughs> All right, so they talked about this saying that 2020 roadmap. We're gonna we're gonna get to that in just a little bit, or the second 2020 roadmap. But uh, they're limiting the number of chargeless attacks to eight per 24-hour window, which six uh, with uh, I'm thinking again with two hours between 16 hours of blitzing. That is if that is if blitzing took zero time. But if if you're running 20 teams, two minutes per team, and that is best case scenario with loading times. And that's just, that's 40 minutes just to get through those teams. You get to do that 16 times every day or eight times every day. How awesome is that? Just this, this first change coming to Blitz. This is this is clearly they're, they're to curtail bot it, right? This this is this is to stop bots because that difference is a bot would get about 12 rotations. But, but that's not what it says in the blog. It says that this is meant to allow more flexibility in your day when you're making a run to stop at the, uh, the when you're making a run at the top spot. You, you can choose when to use your limited number of attacks. Yeah, that, that's that's what minutes. they said. That's what that's what it you says heard. it's supposed to do. Well, I don't think they've ever made a mention of bots that they're just not in the <laughs> business of doing that. Listen, eight. So, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous <laughs> because the people who, basically what you said is the people who are like actually did like wake up in the middle of the night and blitz for whatever reason they chose to do that. Sleep those now. people. Yeah. Those people are now like nerfed. Like they nerfed the people who were willing to make that change. And like they were working towards it. I'm not saying you should ever have to do that. I think that's ridiculous. But if you're gonna limit the number of attacks to eight, just just so, be like so you can attack eight times. So basically to correct this whole sentence here, this is meant to allow more flexibility in, in your sleep schedule when making a run as a top spot by choosing when you're limited. That that is that's that would correct everything. That that makes more yeah. sense to me. In your sleep I, schedule. I, no, man. Okay. I can't. Okay. I can't, like, I, <laughs> it, it helps your sleep schedule. That, 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 it, this, it doesn't help anybody. It's just no a typo. Well, it helps the people that want to sleep. That's what it's for. And and the people that don't want to go blitz bliss spotters. That, that's what this it's is for. 16 hours of, of blitzing. It's, well, <laughs> it's, it's, it's for the people that want to sleep, hours, guys. You can sleep now. This That's what this... I thought it's just a typo. It's, it's your sleep. Not the, not the day. That's what they... All right. Next change. Only numbered rank rewards for top 100 players. All right, so they're, they're changing some things. We have a blitz going on right now, but there's red stars included. So it's kind of hard to see what the actual change is. Uh, right now, it looks like the rewards for top 100 and top 1% to 2% are the same. Do you think that these are some of the changes that we're going to see? Maybe, and maybe the red stars is a permanent change, or this is something that like they've done in the past with some other characters. What, what, what do you think is... Uh, what do you think this blitz, this current blitz that we have reveals about what this process is going to be? Uh, it's too early to tell. Uh, so we've, the one thing I will say, we had this red star blitz before. It was the exact same thing. It was like 100, 185, blah, blah, blah. The only difference was the top 100 got a five uh, red star. It was Scientist Supreme, I believe. And yeah, then everyone was, else was like four, three. I think it was the Tadano so Mac. They technically the nerfed the reward on this one a little bit, I think, but... Unless That's it's permanent, okay. unless it's permanent, uh, right? Unless it's a permanent, uh, it's always giving those. Maybe. Well, well, then we have a different issue, right? <laughs> if this is if this is the, I, I don't believe this is. I believe this is just 
a red star mordo blitz that they've made their own thing well i think we'll find out more tomorrow uh thursday or whatever i, I think ne- i think next thursday with a new character blitz is when we're going to find out because it, it's it's kind of hard to tell until we get a new character uh that's fair that's also fair i i think but we we got to have some kind of preparation i just don't think we're going to get a thursday red star blitz for colossus you know what i mean i think mm. it's just going to be a regular colossus blitz but i could be wrong and again, maybe if even if it is, it still doesn't tell us anything. It doesn't tell us if they if this is the new format. All we all we know is that what these two sentences tell us in the blog post, because even what we yeah. see in game, it doesn't provide a lot of information. So there's an old expression in, in a lot of things. It's called "show don't tell." It's actually you you backed it. You know, show don't tell. Like don't say how you feel. Show people how you feel. Yeah. But it, they they're they're they need to tell too. Like they're doing a terrible <laughs> job of telling because I don't know because I've seen it and I still have no idea what to expect. Yeah. What I will say is there's two kind of situations, right? First, like if you were a consistent top 100 blitzer, which I'm talking to like maybe 150 100, total 100%. players in the game, you know, <laughs> if you were a consistent top 100 players, you are now getting less rewards unless the one, the percentages include everybody and then the top 100 is extra rewards which i think would be great too and then we're basing this exclusively off what we see here because i think that yeah yeah i mean and they say they said so most players should see more character rewards so maybe they are scoring that top end blitz players right there it's it's and but well it's hard to say it's hard to say right now we we can't know (laughs) Let's move on. This. Let's move know. on to the third one. Let's move on to the third one. Let's leave it that we we don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see more blitzes to see what's going on. But the point calculations we do know, and oh, I, I'm not, the the way it ramps up is very different. The, the the intention that they say here is to reward opponent selection, team construction, and battle strategy. Place less emphasis on steamrolling teams with a higher TCP. Uh, I, and I'm scoring less points. I know at 8.3, I'm scoring half of what I normally would. And uh, I'm not sure if that is flat across the board, if everybody is seeing flat reductions. I, I don't know what, I don't know. I, I like, <laughs> and I blitz. You guys know, I'm a blitz guy. I love to blitz. I love to figure out how to blitz uh, efficiently and with the right characters. I don't particularly care about TCP on the character, how strong they are. It's more about which teams have the synergies. And that's when I do my roster reviews and everything like that. That's all about Blitz. But I keep reading this and I, I like my brain, I feel like a vein start throbbing because I'm like, but if I'm in 8-3 and I'm winning fights, I'm supposed to be doing well. Like yes. if I'm if I'm in the hardest possible fight, I'm supposed to be rewarded. I've heard people say they get more points winning with the same team in like tier six and seven than they do in eight. Okay, I'm just not going to fight in 8-3 anymore. Like I'm going to fight where the <laughs> points are. Like. This didn't do anything. It this makes no changed. sense. Why? Why is the easier battle scoring more points? If, if that's the case, I haven't. I haven't yeah. I really verified my point. And, and but like if that's said, the case, what? What the heck? If overall, if everybody is just getting less points, that's a stat squish. We've seen him in many games before, uh, and whatever. Like if somebody who used to be putting up two million points, you know, a rotation is now putting up one point five, and someone who used to put up a hundred thousand points in a rotation is now putting up seventy-five thousand points. Well, then it affected everybody equally because they're just giving less points. But if it if it didn't affect everybody across the board, because then that, that just means that the numbers are going to be at, at the end are going to be lower. Yeah, the so same amount of battles, but just a slower score to, to yeah, get into that. 
Like yeah. we're gonna, and we did that when they did the red. Remember when the red star rework happened? Yeah. The numbers went up with the reds. Like the the blitz. There's, there's used been, to be there's been several like, times that the blitz changed. The scoring has changed, and uh, we've had to yeah. adjust the the scoring and stuff. So. Yeah, but as but, of this, we 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 don't know. Like, that's, that's, if, if I'm getting less points, but someone else is getting more points, or if there's a trick to blitzing now that we just don't see, like that's gonna get solved, and then it, we're right back where we were before, except someone has to click lose. Yeah, I think get, I think I, know, because hey. because it's so unclear in this blog post, the only information we have is the current blitz, and. It's hard to say what is going on. If this blitz is something random, if it's a, I mean, this blitz has been live for like a little over a day, and that's the only information we have to go on. So it's kind of hard you know, to see what way make what see what's going on with these blitz changes. If with just with just this, just a quick side note. You know what would be awesome, Valley? What if they got a group of people who make content for this game, right? Just uh -huh. any group. Tell, of tell me more. We'll call We'll call them envoys, right? Uh -huh. Just for the sake of argument. Yes. And then they provided them with content, like Whoa. videos that show footage of the, ch the changes. Cha that, so that wow. these people could present this information to everybody. And we wouldn't have to sit here scratching our heads and wondering Or have some like a version or have like a version of a game that's not on a live server. Maybe, maybe like a, a testing thing. That we could test these out, uh, fully test it as much as we want, and figure everything out. Do do all that theory graphing. That would be something cool as well. A test server. Wow, you're Fan fancy, right? We got to tell them about this. Jeez, we have we to should. tell them these are options. All right, let, let's cut. Let, we got to cut this part. We got we got to go tell them. All right, and we're back, and now we're looking at the uh, 2020 preview, the second version, the one that came out on July 21st, and. In this, they do talk about Blitz. I didn't want to talk about uh, something they said. So in this, most of this uh, section right here, they're talking about the changes that we just got that we're still kind of confused about. But in the last sentence here, I didn't want to focus on this. We're, we're also looking at ways to reduce overall time spent in Blitz to allow you to focus on other parts of the game. Now, I was expecting these Blitz changes that we saw coming to, to, to do that. But I guess that's that's coming sometime later in 2020. Do you do you think that uh, they're they're still working on Blitz and finding a way to improve this game mode? No, that sentence is exclusively speaking to the 30 or 40 people who lose sleep over Blitz. We're, mm. we're they're trying to prevent them from spending that much time. In ah, not the okay. 100,000 other people who play the game. The just just that... those 30 people because okay. this change has not reduced what the average player of the game at all. Like, there's a reason people don't blitz, or there's a people, there's a reason people are like milestone and chill blitzers. You know, like it's because it's not rewarding. It, it, it's it's not a very rewarding goal. It's, it's for some people, it's not even worth the twenty four or fifty dollars that it takes to just unlock a character. And that's it is what it is. But to me, there's a lot of there's always been problems with blitz, and every time they change something, they like incremental value but never fix the actual issues and in my opinion the actual issues of blitz is that you should be able to log in whenever you want do all of your blitzes for the day and walk away so if you want to keep the numbers low that's simple you can use every single character five times a day that's it and then cores and everything else is what comes in this way you can do it over the course of the day you can do it all at once that's fine. Is that going to make it easier for people with low TCP rosters? No, of course it's not going to make it easier for people with low TCP rosters. But it would never be easier for people with low TCP rosters. The idea is that it still takes time. People will still have to choose to spend the time to do it. 
and it will allow people to play the game at their own opportunity. That's just something like off the top of my head, simple solution to make Blitz that. The other thing is just make every Blitz battle do something more than just give you an arbitrary amount of Blitz credits. Like, mm. let, him, let him give oh, you like, yeah, When they had orb. those orb fragments, that was fun. You yeah. know, sometimes you get a full I, orb, some of these pieces of orbs. That, that would, that would make it more fun than the current every iteration Blitz of Blitz. Yeah. should have a, orb, a, a shard of the orb for that character. Like, you can spend 675 cores to open the Blitz character orb, why not just have every single blitz fight have a you know 50 to 2000 mm. and then you can open a handful of orbs this way even the people who are just incapable of blitzing you know for top numbers still have that chance still yeah. have that gambler's chance i like of that. opening an orb they, and that getting should a good be drop. permanent yeah. that they've added that in the past i've had more generous. fun with those but yeah yeah, it's yeah, not over permanent, generous. Permanent. It's, not, it's not giving away too much. You're you're incentivizing people. Every action should be rewarding. And if like the idea it. of being blitz is like, okay, this rotation's happening. What do I get out of this rotation? More points towards the score. Great, that's fine. But if if the average player who doesn't care about the score is like, oh, I could do a rotation right now and maybe get another orb to open and hopefully pull six to ten additional shards of who's the next blitz character zemo right zemo like how or colossus this tomorrow like that would be huge people would be like oh wow blitz is a fun and rewarding game mode as opposed to right now where yeah. it's a slog and it's only getting worse apparently yeah oh, i'm sorry improved do uh, yeah all right so mention you mentioned this briefly about the raids are getting one more line it's also getting another character cyclops being added Three more slots. One is for a character, so it, it makes that selection four out of however many are in the store instead of three out of however many in the store. And then two more orange gear slots. So good, good, good things coming to the raid store. What, what is uh, what is your reaction to this, these updates to the raid store? We asked for three. They gave us one. You know, <laughs> like hey, give us another row. Here's one. Uh, yes, thank you. <laughs> I guess you know, like yes, I'm I'm not angry. Like thank you for adding another slot because now i think there's like 17 or 18 characters with cyclops in the raid store so at least now there's a chance i might find there's a, a, the character i'm looking for in a week in, in a week yeah one day probably. once in a week you know it's once better but it, great you know like i i, I want to be salty about it but it's something you know uh so thanks I guess please add two more. You know, like I don't know how much how much data are these slots taking that you're going so crazy at like oh, oh we those are those take a lot, dude. Those are like the save squads and those extra numbers <laughs> on the orange gear. That that yeah, you, we, you we can't get that, we can't get too crazy. We can't get too crazy with raid store. But Sports hey, store. do you want to know what I'm happy for? What are you happy for, my I'm friend? happy that our girl, the legendary story, had her event come back this week, guys. And there were some of you guys that unlocked her out there. Real quick, what are what are some of the best uses for this character right now in the game? I've gotten this question a lot all week. So, because I, I just unlocked her on my free-to-play account. And then Sweet. people watched as I did nothing Sweet. to her. And they're like, why Sweet. aren't you working on her? I'm like, well, uh, right now, she actually doesn't matter to my roster. Uh, not because she's not good, but because I have already a character like Minerva. Um, who's doing what I need her to in the raids I'm doing and everything. Hmm. She's a tech character. That was for beta. She's just good in Ultimus uh, 6.3 and 4, which are the ones I'm doing right now. So I didn't really need to spend more tech gear on a tech character that's tech. But if you don't have Minerva, 
then I would absolutely work on Shuri. She's a phenomenal raid healer. She gets better the later in the game you are. And as a rule, uh, Shuri is the best, one of the best healers, if not the best healer, for fights that are harder than you're able to do damage, if that makes sense. Like if you're not taking a turn and immediately taking out one or more characters, mm. Shuri is a better sustainable healer because of the defense up to keep them alive, the uh, deflex when they reach half health, the passive heal she does in raids, as well as her very large ultimate heal. So you want to use her, maybe if you're trying to force towards a higher tier of raid, like maybe you've been doing U6.1 and now you're like, let's see if I can do U6.2. Shuri tends to be a little bit better if your characters don't have the damage that they normally would have, uh, especially because Minerva only works best when you're absolutely obliterating your opponents to yeah. keep her up. But there's there's kind of a, a weird like flow between them. So for people who just unlocked her, congratulations, you have one of the best uh, end game raid healers. She is phenomenal in war. She's phenomenal in, in arena, actually. If you unlock her, she gives defense ups early. She's pretty relevant uh, and she'll keep your team alive. I, I still see in top 100 of, of arena, I'll still see occasionally a team with Shuri on it. Uh, I mean, you, order, but, you mentioned that she's good in war. I mean, she is on the or one of the meta teams in war when on her oh, natural absolutely. team on the Mercs. Yeah, I mean, she's, yeah. she's, she's in a meta team. She's so, a yeah. Merc healer. Yeah, she has the Merc healer. So, yeah. Again, she has another team. I just never remember what it is. I don't know. I mean, uh, I use her in hybrid. Someone, someone, I, I, I use her in the Mercs and the hybrid team. I can't imagine anyone using her in any other team. I, what I, other I team is Shuri on? Comment below, guys. Yeah, I, I can't figure it out. Valuable lessons. This is the uh, new milestones, I guess, or, or the new event stuff that's happening. We got some daily ones and mentorship trait. Uh, wondering about what the heck that was. That is for this event. We've got a login calendar, bonus events, uh, these quarter blitzes. Never exceeding 25 charges. I mean, Blitz just keeps getting better and better. This is an awesome blog post for Blitz enthusiasts. <laughs> what do you feel about these valuable lessons coming? Yeah, I'm never gonna have a problem with more gear. You know, like I'm never gonna have an issue with uh, with getting more gear, especially orange gear. Superior being orange, advanced being purple. So for me, I'm, I'm happy. Like any, I like events. You know, not every event is the best thing I've ever seen. Not every event is uh, easy. Not, but the, there's no reason why there's not always some kind of event going on, whether it be a milestone like this, whether it be uh, an event campaign, they have, God knows they have plenty. They can, they, I mean, they they, can just, they can go back and drudge up some of the old ones and, and throw them out if they want. Uh, I like the idea of events. I like the idea of a, of a living game that's something new and exciting every week because you could choose. Like for me, if they brought back, we'll say the pyro event, right? Mm -hmm. For me, I'm not touching that event. That event's useless to me. I have a seven star pyro and pretty much all the characters that they put in a pyro are. But for some players, that event might be so much more valuable and they might spend more money or they might like pivot the resources. They, they, there's just no reason. So I love these events. And I'm never going to criticize them. As a matter of fact, I ask that they do more of them. I love this kind of stuff that lets you enjoy quality playtime. You know, that's the, that's the key. It's all about high quality playtime versus low quality playtime.
Yeah, I'm a fan of these events. They seem like they've been finding ways to include these, whether it be summer or going back to school or things like that. But I really like your lesson. Uh, lesson. I really like your idea of uh, bringing back older events, like that pyro event, like that uh, maybe like a Deadpool event or a real old Thanos event or something like that. You know, bringing some of these older uh, events back for newer players that don't have these characters unlocked that we had access to when we were newer players in the game. So I, I like that idea. I, I think they should Literally, do that. Literally, it's as a programmer, like they, they did the work on it. You know what I mean? Like it, it, the work is done. It's yeah. It, it will cost them nothing to put it back in. And it will be huge as far as players like player positivity. Like it's a huge player positive move. It'll help a whole bunch of players in the early, even in the mid game. I mean, tell me if you don't have a seven star pyro, that if they brought back the pyro, but I'm not even talking about the Minerva event. Come on now, like we know we're never seeing that again. That's that's a unicorn. One day, one that. day, one day <laughs> when she's like so far out of the meta, it'll come back yeah. and. And it's one thing to do special events for a special period. I get that, but like you can keep, you can never, you never need to. Remember, do you guys remember? I'm just asking you, Valley. Do you remember when raids, like the gamma, alpha, and beta raids, they weren't consecutive. Like you would do the beta oh, yeah. raid and then you'd have a week off. Oh, and, and, and not only do, that, or it, yeah. it'd be more than a week, but it, it would be months. Like, like, when days, is the yeah. next raid coming back? And when you would yeah. unlock characters from that and there would be some cool stuff in those yes. uh, orbs, not not all farmable characters. It was nice. And, I remember you know, that. It back, was back, it, back and, in the day, guys. I remember that stuff. And and they, they sped it up. Like that's what they did. They're like, okay, cool. We're gonna we're just gonna keep a permanent cycle of the raids going on, and that'll be what you guys have. Like they could do the same thing with events. There's no reason not to. Like, uh, we're just gonna pick one at random and throw it in, and then you know, like every third week of the month is like, like in my mind, whenever there should be like an alternation. Like there's one of these crazy milestone things, and then there should be an an OG event campaign. Mm. And if there's a new event campaign, that'll take over for that cycle. So it'll be like, okay, after this event campaign is over, we add this milestone. It kind of keeps a good flow. It keeps the game feeling like something new is happening. And I know sometimes you just get to a point where you just don't feel like you're growing. At least these new events can kind of freshen it up for a lot of people who are caught in that weird, well, I need 300 shards or 200 shards to hit the next tier up. Well, yeah. you know, congratulations. You can get a war machine now without having to worry about spending resources. Yeah. Well, do it. Do it. All the hard work is done. I like it. Scopely. All right. Baron Zemo. Uh, we, we know his full kit. We've known his full kit for a while, but blog post revealed son of evil blitz featuring Baron Zemo. So most likely being released for pay-to-play players uh, this week and Blitz next week. What, what are your thoughts on him being yet another Blitz release character with all these changes? Well, I don't like, I never like a hundred shard unlock Blitz characters. I just feel like it, it literally prices people out of the character. It's too, I mean, maybe with the Blitz changes, we don't know. Maybe it's going to be easier <laughs> for people to unlock him. I always like Blitz characters at, at 45 shards. Guaranteed unlocks if you hit all the milestones. Guaranteed, 100%. Because if you hit all the milestones, you are guaranteed to get at least five shards from the first blitz. That's 21 plus five. And then the second blitz gives you 21 shards. That's 46 or 47, 47. 47 shards, that's a two-star character. You just get, just for completing the milestones in a blitz, you get to unlock a character. That is something that always felt like, okay, that's cool. Once you do the 100, all of those numbers change, mm. you know? So I, I'm always against a 100 shard uh, Blitz, Blitz character. Yeah. That said, Zemo is awesome. 
you know, for 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 a very small group of players, uh, Zemo is allowing you to use characters that have long been useless in your roster. Crossbones, <sighs> Winter Soldier, uh, Hydra Grenadier. You know, like you're getting, it's not just him who is great, like his kid's great. You're getting value out of maybe things you invested in. Maybe you've been playing for a long time and you just happen across high red stars on crossbones and you're like, ah, oh, well, he's not good. But it, it anytime they did it with, or, you know, or maybe you invested heavily back when Crossbones was good and Winter enough, Soldier was yeah. mediocre way back in the day. When you put him with, with Kingpin? Yeah. yeah the oh, good old days. Yeah, the good old days. <laughs> no, I, I don't I don't think there's inherently anything wrong with it. They did it with Graviton, right? They released Graviton, who is like the most powerful member of the AIM team, and then they reworked the AIM characters. They did it with uh, Thor. You know, they, they released... You know, three new Asgardians, Hela, yeah. and then Sif and Heimdall, Games, and then they reworked energy. Thor and, and a little bit of Loki. Like, yeah. like it's fine. I appreciate this because it brings me a reason to care about this new character. Yes. I'm just a little concerned about Blitz because, you know, if 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 this is the release, and again, those hundred characters that pay to play players are about to pony up at least fifty dollars to unlock them, USD, is not going to help a lot of people. That said. If you don't get them, you'll be okay. It's just the war offense team, you know? And if you yeah. don't have Crossbones and Winter Soldier and Hydra Grenadier invested in, then he's not exciting. So at that point, only buy him if you really like his purple hat. All right, and now it is my favorite time of the, the weekly news update every week. Talking about rumors, potential rumors, data mines. Now we don't have a lot of new stuff except one. We have one new thing from Drew, the rumor guy the resident rumor official on the show, he said, Agent, that was teased a few weeks ago on Facebook, is not from S.H.I.E.L.D. What do you make of this? That's a couple of people that just got eliminated, if if this rumor is true. So, yes, if, if this is a tr if this is speculation, uh, rumor, leak, whatever word you want to use for it, uh, that it's not a S.H.I.E.L.D. character, that means a couple Agent, of things. Agent 13... Agent 13 is S.H.I.E.L.D. Melinda uh, May. Agent Carter is S.H.I.E.L.D. Carter. Maria Hill, who would be, I guess, another character. S.H.I.E.L.D. But bad news bears, Agent Venom is also a S.H.I.E.L.D. character. Is he a, so, it, would, he, would he get that S.H.I.E.L.D. tag or is a symbiote? Uh, the, the origins of Agent Venom is Flash Thompson was paralyzed, signed up with S.H.I.E.L.D., obtained the Venom symbiote, and then... Uh, took pills in order to maintain control over the host body. He then went mm. on to believe I become a guardian of the galaxy. So the question then becomes: Is the does the agent not have the shield tag? Because that can mean anything. Punisher doesn't have the defenders or the military tag. You know what I mean? Like when you say, "Is this character not shield?" Do you mean this character isn't a shield character, or do you mean this or character? In the game. Mm. Uh, I wonder if Drew knows that he is an agent of Shield. I feel like that might be some extra information. I think if I think he, we should ask him if he if he if he if he knows. Say, oh, I didn't think he was from Shield. Then that kind of gives you a little bit of the Ooh, rumor. But. I think I think we're gonna have to go but clarify. Again, do you remember? But, but the Hyd other Hydra was also a possibility, right? Hydra Bob. Yes, mm, the, the, they Asian are still Bob. on. Hydra is still on the table. So. I still might get him. Uh, all right. Well, let, let me know what you guys think in the comments, guys. Uh, where Where is this rumor taking you guys?
right, Antonio, my friend, it is always as it is a pleasure as always talking with you and your your uh, smoothness this week, man. Sitting by that fireplace and added some oh, romance to the show this story. week. It was a bedtime story. I'm talking a whole bunch of kids in tonight. You're welcome. <laughs> nice, nice. And if you guys are listening to the podcast version, have no idea what we're talking, make make sure you come over to the YouTube channel and check it out. Uh, Tony, before you leave, tell everybody where they could find you. Uh, right now, uh, you could probably find me at a Whole Foods. Okay. Uh, basically, wherever you are, find a Whole Foods, and I'll be in there arguing okay. over the price of avocados. Now, now, what if they want to find some past, like chronol, some of your chronological uh, past work? Maybe some of your past uh, videos, so or maybe some of the future field. things that you're going to do. Where where should they look for you at that point? If if, if you're not at the Whole field, Foods, but you can definitely find me literally anywhere at slash Tony Scangeli. Anyway, Got it. so YouTube, the, the Twitter, Facebooks, Twitch, the Instagrams, uh, all of it. Got it. Okay. So links will be down below, guys. And uh, yes, it is it is fun as usual, brother. So um, I will see you all of you guys next time. Do all the usual stuff. Subscribe, like, smash everything. I will uh, check out some of the links down below. There's affiliate links. And before you go, give me a Hulk fist bump, Tony. Where, where's that fist? Valley Flan and Tony Scangeli out. <laughs>